tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Welcome along to Tip Today, 1800-938-007. Our free phone number it won't cost you to make that call. And Emma is looking after the programme today. Coming up on the show today, it's a rather special Tip Today uh, Christmas show. Johnny Luby is with me live in studio. We'll chat in just a few moments' time. Uh, looking forward to having many of our loyal listeners and uh, contributors sharing their Christmas memories and cracking banter with us uh, today. Andrew will be along a little later on with a kind of a best off where the the kids are concerned and we promise you I've been listening to uh, some of the edits on it and um, you're going to love it just after 10 o'clock today you're going to absolutely love it and we have our Friday panel which will look back I suppose on 2023 as well so all of that and much much more on the way you can text and WhatsApp right throughout uh, the program 083 311 and you can email tip today at tipfm.com let's have a look at the front pages the Irish Examiner they're leading with the story that Ireland's human rights watchdog has launched high court proceedings against the government over its failure to provide accommodation to all international protection applicants. Also on the examiner today, a man charged with the attempted murder of three three children in Dublin last month said, I'm a sick person, when a number of charges were put to him. And also another uh, tragic story, a four-year-old boy stabbed to death by a woman in East London is understood to be the son of an Irish national with close ties to the South East as well. As we look at the Irish Times and they're making reference to that man charged over the Parnell Square stabbings as well. Um, There's a photograph, however, on the front of the Irish Times of uh, people who fled onto a ledge at Prague's uh, Charles University during the mass shootings uh, yesterday. And it's an unbelievable uh, photograph. In fact, I was there um, in January of, of this year, and uh, the area that the university is in, it's it's really in the in the centre there, where all the tourists uh, go, and it's a very beautiful part of the city. So you can't imagine uh, that tragedy happening. I think it's ten people at this point um, dead, and many many uh, injured as well. Um, on the Irish Times today as well, prosecutions for crimes carried out during the troubles including murders and bombings, should be formally abandoned by the Irish and British governments. Now, that's according to the former Attorney General and uh, politician, uh, Michael McDowell. Um, I find find that kind of interesting because uh, only on Wednesday the government announced that it would take um, action, indeed, against uh, the United Kingdom uh, before the European Court of Human Rights over its legacy plans. So that's going to be interesting. Um, The Irish Independent... And their main story, planning objectors will be forced to abide by new rules and a clampdown on demands for go-away money. That's amid a housing crisis. Uh, there's been uh, multiple allegations of money being sought to withdraw uh, applications. And finally, a look at the Daily Mail. And uh, it's an incredible story in a lot of ways if you've been following the Sinn Féin stance on immigration. 
but uh, their story telling us that Ukrainian refugees who are not working in critical jobs should not automatically be allowed to remain in Ireland beyond March of 2025. That's according to the Sinn Féin leader, Mary Lou MacDonald. Uh, an EU-wide temporary protection order for Ukraines um, expires in uh, 16 months, at which point... Uh, uh, Mary Lou believes that you have to differentiate between who wishes to go home and those who wish to stay. So it certainly is a harder stance on immigration and you can't help but wonder, has that got something to do with them losing quite a lot of support because of the immigration stance? Anyway, there you go. And again, if you want to make comments on any of that, 083 311 Johnny is with me in studio. Morning, Johnny. Morning, friend, and good morning to the listeners of Tip FM, yeah. It's great to see you in person rather than <laughs> <laughs> on the phone, yes. And uh, dressed up for once. <laughs> <laughs> They'll suit on you as well. You That's can't right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, You're in remarkable good shape considering that you were out and about, to say the least. God, yeah, friend, we had a kind of a, uh, like the Grand National, we had a rough, tough, most <laughs> gruelling week that was possible, you know. I was up in that wonderful neck of the woods there that what we call Calais. Yeah. Uh, there, it's uh, just beyond Templemore, you'll see a signpost, Calais, turn to the left, and if you go up the uh, Borussia Road out of Templemore, you'll see a signpost, turn right. So it's uh, there, to come back along that road, it's a long, straight road, but to see the, all the houses well bedecked in the Christmas lights, fantastic oh, great, uh, with yeah. the, the getting into it, you know. And then to uh, go into uh, Sullivan's in uh, Calais, you know, it's seemingly it's a, a wonderful music uh, set up there as well. They had Sean O'Shea there a couple of times Did this they? year, yeah, Did they, unbelievable, yeah. And that I put in a word for yourself and Muriel as well, you <laughs> see. But uh, yeah, you see, and Fran on Stevens's day. You know, uh, the day after when you're looking for something to do. Yes. Across the GA field in Calais, they have uh, a local football match for charity. And uh, I just happened to, to see an ad there with uh, Stephen's Day at 12 o'clock. All proceeds from this game will support the Duffy O'Brien family. A six-year-old Paddy is experiencing a tough time, currently in hospital in Dublin, having undergone uh, huge surgery. Paddy is a wonderful Calais supporter, possibly the best supporter they have. And his dad, better known as Ducky, uh, is a current player and captain. So uh, they have a collection there on oh, uh, Sunday, good. you know. And yeah. I started the ball rolling, Fran. Look, putting in some few bob, whatever it is. Whether it is a euro, it is more than what was in it before I put it yeah, in. Yeah. Uh, and that, but for the people around that neck of the woods there, Templemore area, maybe Boris Lee down to uh, Ross Gray, and, and that, if you're around on Stevens this morning at 12 o'clock, just go to the field, go for a walk around that wonderful area, and throw mm. a few bob mm. in. It's for a most worthy. Calls, it's know. an area you're very fond of, actually, aren't you? you yeah, friend, I do like it, you know, mm. and uh, that we came back as far as the road then that brings us on to Borussia and cross-country then down to Belly Kale and all of that Cape. Hey, it's a magnificent country. When you're travelling that road from uh, Belly Kale across to... Uh, uh, say Clonolty, yeah, uh, yeah, and that there's a wonderful scenery up at the top of the hill there oh, on the Belly Kale Road. You know, you can gorgeous, see across yeah. into Cashel, Torres, every place around. You know, so yeah, uh, except if it's frosty. It's, it's oh a, yeah, it's, that's it's right. A, it's yeah, a, yeah, that's another. It's a bad thing, old yeah. road if it's frosty. Um, will we have a look at the Ga first of all? That's Johnny, right, Jeff. Yeah. And this uh, weekend, which is tomorrow, please God, mm. at one thirty in Templeberry, Clonolty, Ross Moore, our representatives from the under twenty one A hurling victory in West Tipperary. 
they take on the might of Ross Gray above in uh, Temple Derry at one thirty. whilst at one thirty in Bancher uh, Carrick Swans take on the might of uh, Drummond Inch mm. and of course Drummond Inch coming out of mid to Bray this year in my book it was a huge surprise because you had the Holy Cross Belly Kale and Mike Hartley Burris and maybe the Tullus Sarsfields Holy Cross Belly Kale had won the under 17 under 19 mid for the last couple of years and indeed county titles and I thought that they would be the form team but lo and behold uh, Drummond Inch have come through and uh, the best of luck to them again the best of luck to the Swans as well uh, I suppose being from West Tipperary would like to see Clonolty Ross more advance and they would have a chance against Ross Gray who would be the favourites in that particular game but Temple Derry at 130 and uh, Bench at 130 are the places to be Very good indeed What about the rugby Johnny? What's, what's yeah Frank story? last yeah. Saturday there was a huge crowd of course compliments to Tip FM for their one Stevie Gleeson wonderful uh, commentary on the game between uh, Cashel Rugby Football Club against Nina Ormond there was a huge crowd mm. in Cashel possibly one of the biggest ever and uh, it was a wonderful game of rugby I didn't get into it but uh, the, look well done to Nina but Cashel possibly some lads would tell you Cashel could have won it but they t- they turn around and they start off the second half of the league uh, now by playing each other again up in Nina sometime the 13th to January so that'll be uh, hell for leather as well up there uh, last Saturday of course just out the road it's a huge following for rugby in Kilfeekle they were playing the All-Ireland semi-final against Belly Clare the Ulster champions and Belly Clare won 15 points to 5 but uh, that was a fine game of rugby as well the usual in rugby of course there was a couple of silly mistakes here and there and Kilfeekle would say that they gifted them a try but look I suppose uh, at, at the end of the day Belly Clare into the All-Ireland junior final which Kilfeekle won uh, uh, maybe two or three years ago uh, and that and then of course I suppose the big news during the week on the rugby front was RJ Schneidem the uh, South African mm. uh, magnificent player he's six foot eight uh, uh, he's with Munster for the last three years but true injury he has only played with Munster for six hours in the last three years serious? we're probably paying him a huge wage but whatever we're paying him anyway Leinster after taking him from under our noses for next season they say that uh, they're giving him uh, roughly half a million uh, a year Wow. Uh, and depend and no no depending on his injuries or whatever else they're just taking him. But you see, friend, when you have maybe fifteen or sixteen players from what I gather that uh, are playing with Ireland, mm. the IRFU picks up their wages. So they can also play with the province. Oh, Whereas in Munster we've only four or five players that are playing with the uh, IRFU, so we have to pick up the wages for the other ten or twelve players, or maybe twenty odd players. So, uh, so it course, costs Munster a lot, oh, a costs lot more, a, a lot more. Yeah, oh. well, a way a lot more. That's from what I understand. Right. Uh, and that probably the same thing in Connacht. They probably have two or three players, Bondiaki and Hansen, uh, are probably the two big players there. You know and. Uh, I suppose, mm. Fran, uh, we'll say when one looks at a uh, programme tonight like uh, Ulster playing Connacht in the Interprovincial Rugby, there's a young chap from near Kilfeekle, young Flannery. He's playing out half tonight for Ulster. Uh, the, you have uh, Thomas Ahern, who's a brilliant player with Munster, came from Dungarvan, a small junior club. Alan Quinlan came from Clan William, mm. a junior club. Mm. Dennis Leamy, Cashel, a junior club at the time. Uh, ben Healy, a junior club, but uh, with, and he, with Nina, but now he's playing with Scotland. But the junior clubs never seem to get recognised uh, on the programme. You know, it is down well, What a shame because they're producing the players. Right? It's happened here with Clan Mel, produced wonderful players as well, but being a junior yeah. club, you just don't 
get recognised but in my book without the junior clubs you can look at all the players that are playing with Munster without the junior clubs uh, uh, input mm. from the very start just to keep the show on the road uh, and that uh, some yeah. of these players would never have come through You were talking about half a million there for, for that rugby player but and it sounds like a lot of money and it is a lot of money but by comparison to what the soccer players the international soccer players soccer are players are getting it for diving yeah. <laughs> learning oh, no. how to dive properly oh, oh, no. but mentioning soccer friend yeah. uh, of course there's uh, over 900 teams started out in the FAI Junior Cup which is a huge cup and uh, now we're down to the last 32 and of course you have three Tipperary teams in I think Clanmill Town maybe uh, uh, I was going to say Aston Villa Peak Villa and uh, of course St Michael's, St. Michael's yeah. uh, the other two have home venues St Michael's have to travel up to Dublin and play on listening to Tip FM some kind of a hockey pitch up there which won't possibly suit them but they are going through a fine season they have a wonderful team in there and uh, that they seem to be well focused and, and look last year they travelled up to Donegal so travelling up to Dublin is only a, a drive up the road they'll do their best and I've no doubt that uh, uh, on the day St Michael's are going to be very hard to beat in that FAI Junior Very good You said in Thurless uh, there was a great crowd That's right Jeffrey one of the biggest crowds ever assembled in Thurless last Sunday for the races did a wonderful crowd there Willie yeah. Mullins uh, uh, had two or three winners there uh, and that and everybody seemed to enjoy the crack the facilities there are top class and you have top class horses running there from the bigger stables and that and lads and youngsters really enjoyed it no it's it's their biggest day of the year that's where they make a few bob that'll just keep the show on the road for the other days that mightn't be as good at turning out of people but uh, it is magnificent as I often say it, like go in and see the devil's bit in the background and flog a bookmaker a cock and bull story about how the devil's bit <laughs> came there and that you know and yeah. they're tense and chippers all over the place you know it was fantastic and I love to see the youngsters enjoying the crack and they're going around with their red and white hoodies and mammies shoving them and the whole lot I got my photo taken with some girl there she had a child in a pram she says will you shove the prem I just need <laughs> I said right so anyway yeah prime. look I just love the, the, the crack of sport yeah, sure but uh, yeah. then we went on to uh, I'm just looking at all the butchers around Mm. You know, I mean, I was in Healy's yesterday in Bench at the same time, and maybe an hour later I was at Eamon's in Gordon and on to Paddy the Lamb and Johnny the Wiles, and then you have the ones in Care uh, where Shamie Quirk runs the establishment there uh, and that. But uh, Why were you doing a tour of butchers? Well, uh, you see, that's another <laughs> Between pubs and everything else. Butchers, but yeah. of course... You came bearing gifts uh, this morning from right, Timmy, did you? That's right, We brought you on uh, sausages, <laughs> rashers and black puddings. This morning early I was up at... Uh, uh, that wonderful establishment there, Joe Hammersley. Yeah. Uh, in Clonault. He was on the he was on the show early uh the other road, so he called me over. He says I I heard he says you're going in this morning. I said I am, yeah. He said, Get them to curry. <laughs> I said, Is the liver in it? No, he says I saw him the other day. He says, Curry sex life is okay. He don't need liver that man. Ah, uh, thanks, Joe, and happy Christmas <laughs> to you and all of yours as well. Yeah, I'll tell you now. He did tell me as well, confidentially, that any of the customers that are in today or tomorrow before half nine everything is at half price now that's if I heard him right so uh, if course, you heard him right yeah of course uh, yesterday then we had we were in the church in uh, Clenolty it was a concert day for the youngsters across the school in, in Clenolty and uh, that's so uh, to hear him singing and the whole lot so I just said uh, to herself you know she said uh, I said I'm squat I said I've Colin H I have to go to Tony Brennan's across the road John Ned's yes, yes. so the next thing is uh, she says uh, well, make sure you open that girl 
on the lock. So I went in anyway and so I was playing a game of snooker and a pint. Yes. Came out, I got the greatest reading <laughs> every man ever got. About time. So About uh, time. and remind me, friend, of a story the other night even. Uh I, I, I nudged herself about quarter and six. I said, could you tell me, I said, what time is it? Jesus, you, she said. Hold on, though. You woke her up to ask her what time it was. Yeah, because, you see, I don't sleep with my glasses on, so I can't see the the, the clock. She has everything oh, on her side. Mobile cat. phone clock, the whole lot. <laughs> and uh, I said, what time is it? Jesus, she said, it's a quarter to six. She said, and I was having a lovely dream. <laughs> I just said, and was I in it? She says, no, you're a bloody nightmare. <laughs> so, friend, I got my answer. But uh, last night yeah. at Bingo and Golden Friend, Nelly gave us all the nibbles. Jesus, they were beautiful. Nelly's a great one for the nibbles. Oh, though, Christ, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and as I said last weekend, <laughs> Billy, Billy gets very little nibbles, she told me. But anyway, uh, friend, the Raceway in Rose Green, they rang to say a happy Christmas to all and sundry, and they sincerely thank Tip FM for giving them uh, the, the power of the uh, the airwaves there for, when they're doing things for charity, you know. Uh and that uh, saying happy Christmas to everybody out there, doctors, nurses, staff, ga- carers all over the place, girls and army staff, and to all the TDs. Whilst we might have went to town them during the year, from Alan Kelly, Mr. Lowry, Jackie Kale, uh, Mr. Brown, and of course Matty McGrath, and uh, Senator Herden, and all of those lads and councillors mm. who are an uh, important, play a huge part, friend, in the lo- air, local. Too, areas, and they get you know. very little thanks, so in fairness. Oh, yeah, and I'll tell you, know, except abuse. Yeah, abuse, yeah, just to wish our man. Uh, Definitely a long and happy retirement, Michael Fitzgerald. You know, he's going to be such a loss. Oh yeah, I think. huge everywhere. Yeah. I mean, like not alone for the council work, but just his uh, presence and personality yeah. around the place. And but he he can do a turn for somebody above at the top of Ahall or Hollyford or wherever. The I case hope he doesn't be. think that people will stop knocking on the door and ringing the phone because Jeez, they I'll keep, won't. I keep ringing him anyway, <laughs> and I'll tell you that. Because I remember Tom Wood tells me that uh, after all the years, people are still making contact with Tom and asking him about stuff. It's amazing. That's right. Know? Yeah, friend. And of course, uh, uh, I have uh, Joe Bergreen and and uh, heap more of them there, Coney and Tommy Kane and Mud Crow, all the old drinking buddies, you know, and uh, all of those. And hey, it's like everything else. Your man that I met there beyond Leffin's Bridge, he has become a right good friend of mine, that Tommy O'Kane. But Jesus, friend, he's some man. Did you meet him again? You know? I did, I did. Listen to me, give me a fry up one morning. Mentioning fry ups, friend. I must tell you that the very first time <laughs> that uh, Brussels Sprouts came out, how do you came out? We'll say that the very first time this particular man, he was working for a farmer, the very first time he he, uh, he got bacon and he was expecting cabbage, but he got bacon and Brussels sprouts. Right. And uh, anyway, he got himself up and uh, your man says to him, uh, uh, do you want more uh, Brussels sprouts? Jesus, he said, you won't believe this. He said, your missus is after making a ball said the cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the fe- and that happened, oh, friend. God. That's a true story. It happened above in uh, Caparoo, Caparoo, of which I hope to get there on uh, Saturday evening after the light up in Nina, up to Buddies in Caparoo. Ah, oh, great spot, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. So you're, you're going up to see Albert and all the lads I'm in Nina? I'm up to see Albert. I have some kind of a job up there. I can't hear him and gain or he keeps me in touch with what's happening up there. And it is wonderful to see, friend. What I love to see when the tractors are passing by with all the lights and everything else, what I love to see is... Uh, the amazement in the youngsters' oh, eyes great, and the flashing yeah. of the lights and the whole lot, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so that's 6pm tomorrow that si- the, yeah. the tractors are saying. Right, but, yeah. the, but there's crack all day. All day long. And I'll probably go to Philly Rides because on account of Shane McGowan. You'll I'd, have to go. Well, I'd love to sit in the same seat of where Shane McGowan sat and just talk to a few lads there, you know. Yeah. And that, so uh, I'd, I'd have uh, uh, places to get to, like Glastric and that. Yeah, you there. have to make it there. We were looking at it on the yeah, map. On the map, there well, yeah. it didn't on the map, but I think there's someplace up around Corini, Temple Derry. Yeah. But we have a tongue in our mouth and just knock on somebody's door. And if when I normally say, uh, is this the road to, uh, we'll just say Glastrican. Never met him before in my life. Jesus, are you the man on the radio? <laughs> Here I end up dead. Are you serious? You, oh, you wouldn't put it into the phone like everybody else around here. I try and stop the phone. I have mother of God above tonight. Stop the lights. I have it actually 15 years uh, <laughs> uh, last month. The phone? The phone, yeah. Yeah, it's about time that you got to, you know you can get an upgrade on God, those things. And Fran, you know, when I left Sullivan's Pub the other night in Calais, or when we left Sullivan's Pub the other night in Calais, uh, uh, do you know what I got going out the door? What? A box of chocolate and a Toblerone. <laughs> Yes, I said life is life gets better, boy. Life gets better. Why did you give you a box of chocolates and a Toblerone? I don't know, friend. <laughs> I, I haven't. Are you sure there. it was for you? Oh, it was, yeah. I have no doubt about it. Just a lovely girl there. What's her name? Oh, Fiona Hennessy uh, serving up the, the drink. She actually had two buckets of paint coming in. I think when she came in, they were out shopping and uh, was, uh, I think someplace they hadn't met her on, they called the day Black, because actually Black Friday, mm. but this is on a Monday, so she got two buckets of paint. She was painting the inside of the pub. Uh, in Sullivan's in Calais but Sean O'Shea as I said I played three or four times did he indeed yeah. isn't it great Councillor Michael Murphy was on as well and he wants to say a Merry Christmas to the great Johnny Luby as I'd, well and uh, uh, there's a formal invitation to Johnny uh, to tour Clonmel and its history and the great outdoors and maybe a public house or two I, as well. I, I met so him one day go. out there in uh, Eli's wonderful shop there in Clarehan. You met Michael? Yeah, Michael oh, coming around good. the corner. I was looking for the fixident. So <laughs> I said, here's my man, the councillor. Hey, I'd love to see that fella going for an election, uh, Mr Murphy. There my wife go, knew him well years ago in the bank. How have you been going for, for going for the general election? Oh, yeah. The big oh, don't, don't start around now. I'm not starting any around, but that's only me. You know, but uh, an absolute gentleman, she said, and That's I'll tell you sure. one thing, she Always said. Always is. Yeah. One, she said, one man that kn- that knows the time of day, mm. you know, but... Uh, yeah. yeah Are you trying to stir a, a row now in, in, no. in Fina Grail hey, circles? Come a minute. I was at the Cattleman's <laughs> party then last Monday night... We- Week, I think it was in the, the cattleman's ship. The cattleman's party. party. The buyers and sellers in the Martin Tullis, they normally congregate in the ship. I see. And uh, do you think Billy gave him steak from? Not at all. Legs of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Billy Callan, I said, Jesus, I don't think they're selling any, any uh, chickens. You should have given them the vegan option. Oh, there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, a wonderful guy as well. Yeah. So, friend, yeah, that's about uh, the lot. Uh, yeah. Do you want to look back on the year for me, Johnny? Anything that. Yeah, Sort of when I look back on the year with say sport and wise that I suppose Ireland in the rugby they certainly lifted our spirits for a long long time we all knew at the start of the campaign that we had a right rough tough draw yeah. nothing we could do about that but they for they performed brilliantly. Maybe like everything else, there was matches we might have won and lost, and or won, um, we have ended up losing. But at the same time, I don't know had we the manpower to take on the might of uh, uh, the horses of France and South Africa. And I say that in the most kindest way. They're horses of men, mm. you know, and you're trying to take them. Physicality wise, physicality, physically, yeah. you know, they're brutes on the field, mm. and they just run straight at you and that and. 
like maybe tis like everything else Johnny Sexton was brilliant for the last number of years but maybe tis like everything else we might have changed him at mm-hmm. half time if you're going back again you know and uh, Conor Murray and uh, those lads have given great performances mm-hmm. but it's a different kind of a game now you know I, I was so sad to see how, how devastated Sexton was after, after oh yeah that. unbelievable yeah. you know <coughs> Excuse me, like he didn't play up to his yeah. dominating form. Normally, a good 10 dominant dictates the whole thing. Yeah. If your forwards are in front, he'll keep the ball in front of them, you know, and that. Uh, a wonderful guy. But for me, Fran, I suppose, uh, being from the Fourpenny Road, uh, my biggest highlights during the year were to see, was to see the likes of the Deirdre Dassey Hogan Fund in. Uh, Boris Akeen mm. and English mm. uh, and they raised, success they raised 110,000 eventually for the Irish Cancer Society and 110,000 for the North Tip Hospice of which Paddy Heffern was in, mm. hugely involved up there to, on a smaller scale to see ourselves in gold maybe at the last minute to do uh, the uh, hospice morning mm. for the South Tip Hospice coffee morning we'd go no place without Rita and Eileen Bowles and Jane and Kathleen McCarthy and uh, Anne Corvan and all of those people that you just only tell the night before like, you know, know we have the coffee yeah. tomorrow morning and to raise maybe 150 more than what we raised last year like 2,200 and something and to be the biggest wish coming next year please God with a small bit of more notice that that we'd maybe get an extra 50 for the South Tip Hospice. And then when you see Colin Brown below in Clahean, I mean, for the additional school in uh, Cashel Skull Cormac, mm. I mean, like on a coffee bl- morning down there, like in raise 2,800. Now, friend, yeah. I'm on record as saying, if it was only 20 euro mm. that you raised, mm. you don't have to raise the big figures. But if you can, just keep it small because you can go back again each year. Of course, yeah. And yeah. That, yeah. Like, well, people are so, so, so friend, generous. Like, yeah. people are wonderful. Like, I mentioned, and we'll just say, the politics will say of uh, like everybody condemned Tip FM in a huge way the burning of the hotel up mm. in Galway and mm. that but uh, and I certainly condemned myself mm. but I would have to ask uh, their last February or March when there was talk about uh, refugees those uh, misfortunate people having to leave their country and we'll say they're going to a place in County Clare and mm. they were up in arms in Clare and Leo Varadkar and Simon Coveney and Michal Martin all said oh we have to communicate far better with the people that put us into power and lo and behold they didn't communicate with the people of Cashel uh, tried to pull a fast one on a Friday evening the same thing happened uh, this time in Galway mm. now you must communicate with the people who actually put you in yeah. Just tell them. And what's do you happening. think they're missing all of that? They're, they're yeah. missing. They're, they're, yeah. You see, you'd wonder how they're doing things underhand mm. by not telling the people and then telling them friend on a Friday evening. Yeah. Just because Irish people, as when I was saying there about the hospices and the additional need school and the whole lot, you'll get no better than uh, the Irish people yeah. uh, to support everything and anything, and they will support it once it is communicated of, to of them. Of course, and, and I uh, hate the way we're being painted, or some oh, groups yes, are but, being painted as yeah, being. But friend, like racist yeah, and being far no, right not at all. Do uh, not listen yeah. to me. Is this is you have to uh, communicate with them and first the government, and they have to go and see themselves what the facilities are like in those places. 
sending misfortunate people up the road two miles that they can't come down in the morning early if they want a message or go home or come down late at night uh, due to road traffic and everything else and just hiding them away out of sight out of mind you can't do that to anybody whether they're from Russia or Ukraine or of Israel course, and, or whatever and, and the case and may be some of them intense now living, living, living out of doors you know uh, my friend Liam was on and he says Johnny Luby from the Doyle representing all those poor farmers good man Johnny so I there just, you go. Uh, yeah, you see, are you t- still thinking about that? Or what, yeah, I'm what still are you thinking at? big time, you know, and I say about the poor families, you know, like Tony Coney had a cow calf at two o'clock in the morning, but he had a nephew down from Dublin, mm. you see, that knew it all. Tony told me this confidential, young fella knew it all. <laughs> anyway, Tony had to go out and get the rope around the, the calf's legs to pull out the, the calf. He told me this himself, and he was pulling out the calf, and, he, and they were losing out of breath. And the young fella says after half an hour, and Tony says, will you pull that? And the young fella said, stop, Tony. He says, how did the calf get in there? So I told you what they know about family. Oh, but, I love uh, it. It's Clonmel Celtic, by the way, who oh, are Clan in the Mills, last 32 I, of the unbe- FAI. Not, not Clonmel. And, and I'll tell you, and I'm absolutely thrilled that it's Clonmel Celtic because uh, I think they're only out the road here. And I would certainly, if on the day, I think it's the 13th of January or sometime Is around it, yeah. that date, uh, there's something on the tor- oh, yeah, 13th of January and all those lads are out in the rugby. I, I, lo- I love this low blow for you. It says, I know why Johnny is visiting the butcher shops. It reminds him of his hurling days. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, I said it to uh, the Clonality lads one night above Mary Gleeson's. I said, you'd know all about butchers on a hurling team. So I said, you have out and out butchers on the sideline and on the field of play, you know. But, friend, again, during uh, Derry, was it done or did, I was I happened to have a few minutes and I went up to the graveyard in Clonolty and went to see Jimmy Morrissey's grave, a wonderful character from Clonolty and Dick Ryan, that famous greyhound trainer with Nancy's and Joe Fitzgerald and the wife there from the Forpney Road in Golden at the top of it. They were farming there at the Cross of Clune and uh, Paddy Heffernan and Alec from Ballick and you could go through the whole lot but on Joe Fitzgerald's they had a deck of cards and a greyhound oh, there on the headstone because that was his two big things in life whilst he was a wonderful holler with Golden in the 50s and the early 60s and then of course you walk out into the old graveyard and you walk down to Dylan Quirk you know and it brings back reality Frank. heartbreaking yeah, yeah heartbreaking yeah, like and yeah. whilst uh, you're you're heartbreak and broken yourself with the young fella gone to Australia, are, you know. But like yeah. he's still there. Yes, you know? of course, of course he is. Yeah, and you know, I say I said that to Dylan's dad as well. You yeah, know, that, you know. But uh, sure, look it, it, for for some people it'll be a difficult Christmas, Johnny. Oh yeah, but friend, I no tell you, listen to that. me. Is this, I'll do the same as I normally do, friend. One day serve me up the dinner first, and I don't care if it is rain and snow and a wind <laughs> or whatever the case may be. I goes out and puts it up on the roof of the car, for and sure. let the bloody thing cool down. I, I love that. I think that's a great tradition. Uh, I, uh, brilliant, yeah. Are you coming up to the Round Hill Bar on Saturday night? Jesus, friend, I could now after yeah. the, what's you call it, uh, uh, but I don't like, we'll say if my missus is listening, I don't like to actually tell her my movements. <laughs> 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 well, the, myself and Muriel will be up there and, the, and there's nibbles, oh, there's nibbles because of the Christmas right. party and there's a big and I might say, uh, Hey, I yeah. might... I might get in touch with Floyd for a bed, you wouldn't oh, know. I've no doubt he's listening in, even though he'll say he wasn't, because if I said something about him, he'd be on the phone immediately, if it was bad. My old friend, Councillor John Fitzgerald, as well, Michael's brother, was I on to wish you a happy Christmas. He was a neighbour of Johnny's growing up. I, I wonder, is he OK after that experience? Uh, he is, uh, Are hey, you all right, John? How many times did I say Jane Fitzgerald should have... The Blessed Virgin... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd put her up there on that same level. She must she must have been getting a, an allowance for the two of them being counsellors, <laughs> Michael and John. But uh, yeah, wonderful. Look, fan, All right. life life has been wonderful. You know, it's like Delva said, uh, life has been good to us. Yeah. You know, and, and he uh, had the red braces on. I must call over to Fennessy's now, friend. I go pop- to Fennessy's in Clonmel. Yeah, I'll see. Wow. You, where's my yes. oh, I have my glasses here? Yeah, I uh, I must call over and see how they're doing the breakfast because I get to care from them every. Do oh, you? Jesus, friend, your man down in Charleville. Uh, Paddy Collins. Oh, Paddy, the poet. I really enjoy you on Tip FM, trusting you will enjoy Johnny Luby, the wanted man. Paddy Collins, a loyal court fan. I hope I haven't offended you in any way, but one four lines of it was, the daughters, Sinead is in banking and has Charleville, Kentork and Mill Street under her wing. When giving a loan, she'll shake your hand and say, in you I'm now believing. Maraid is in CUH, which is Cork University Hospital, where she is a brilliant at nursing. So if you have any health problems, just give her a ring. <laughs> uh, Paddy wrote that about you. Paddy wrote um, and, no, and well, the family. about his, I suppose yeah. his own family, you know. But yeah. I'll just finish up, friend, by saying, you know, that uh, I suppose uh, we'll say when the daughter got married up in Clenault years mm. ago, you know, I mean, I did say it on TPFM, you know, that uh, for the crack. But of course, it hit the wavelength then, you know, that we sent her up there for breeding. I mean, it was an awful thing it's to say. Thing. I must apologise in case she's listening. But it's any, too late to apologise. Yeah, you can imagine the scene. She's. Uh, Nurse here in Clamell Hospital and Murchin, Dr. Murchin is her, was her boss or something like that. But yes. anyway, she went into the ward one evening and uh, this guy was lying in bed and, you know, she was amazed like he was in right good form and he was laughing. And she said, Paddy, uh, what are you... What are you laughing at? Oh, he says, I'm after hearing a fella dear on the radio. And he didn't even know Siobhan. He said, uh, he's from Golden. He said, he sent uh, his daughter up to Grinaldi on for breeding purposes. And Siobhan just, she had a needle in her hand and she says, Paddy, Paddy, she said, that's my dad. She said, no one believes him. And out she went. But anyway, listen to me. Hey, we say things it. for the crack. We have to apologise. Right. Well, happy Christmas to you and Catherine and all the family, Frank, yes. Johnny. And thanks, thanks, very much. thanks for a wonderful 2023. Oh, sure. Ah, all right. yeah. Hey, we'll, we'll try and uh, board hill and then you have uh, cool, uh, Feathered. Feathered? Oh, yeah, Feathered for uh, New Year's Eve, yeah. You're New coming Year's... out to Sean O'Donovan. I, well, Sean O'Donovan has, uh, he doesn't, Sean, fair play to him, he doesn't drink. But he did say, I'll bring you any place in Tipperary. I said, right, I said, uh, the knock-in. The knock-in. And you have to make it to the knock-in. I said, the knock-in yeah. and the place in Glastrigan. Kendi's at Glastrigan. He right. said, I haven't a clue. He says, where they are. He says, but have a good mobile phone. So now, friend. <laughs> All right, Johnny, look after yourself. Uh, great stuff. We'll take a break. Back in a moment. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie